your host, Nick Ginsberg, and you're listening to The Open Drive, a podcast focusing on authentic living and defining your own path against the odds. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Open Drive podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, Welcome back, as always, if you're a return listener, if you're brand new, hello. Uh, This is the final episode of the 2021 season. So thank you for listening in and thank you so much uh, for listening in for the past now two seasons. So last year and this year, I really appreciate you listening Uh, I appreciate all the love and support that I've received from this podcast. I've loved hearing from everyone. And on that note, if you are not following me yet on Instagram, please make sure you do head over. It's nice and easy. Nick Ginsburg, all one word, and you can find me. Uh, And make sure you comment and say hello when you come and uh, uh, follow me because I would love to hear from you. Uh, And that has been a big highlight of this because podcasts are very much a one-way street communication wise it's me talking to a microphone you listening Uh, but I don't necessarily want it to be like that fully so I want to hear from you I want to hear your side of things I would love to uh, try and make it a two-way street as best as possible and just before uh, we dive into the rest of the episode I do want to remind you that this podcast does cover off on some heavy topics. So we will talk about childhood trauma, we'll talk about uh, addiction, mental health issues, all of that stuff. So we've reached the end of the season. It's episode 12. Let's dive in. So this year started, uh, uh, I would say with some hope. (laughs) And I think I speak for everyone when I say that. 2020 with COVID was really challenging um, and I think we all went into 2021 thinking that this year would be somehow better. Um, uh, I can tell you for me, it was not, (laughs) but it doesn't mean that it was a complete uh, wipeout of a year. It was still, uh, I'm still very grateful for the year that I've had, but I could have done without some of the things happening. uh, Absolutely. Uh, as I record this in Melbourne's sixth lockdown, uh, but but that's okay. That's all right. We need to keep everyone safe. So I'm happy to do my part. But this year for me started out uh, with a glimmer of hope. There was a hint of what was to come, uh, but uh, in no way did I think that uh, 2020 would turn out the way that it did uh, so far. I, we've still got months left Um, So we'll call this a recap of the first half of the year, shall we? So uh, towards the beginning of the year is when we found out in more detail uh, Louise's prognosis around her cancer. Um, So if you haven't listened to that episode, a brief summary, she found a lump uh, on on her neck, sort of where her neck and her shoulder meets, and um, she left it because she thought it was nothing. Uh, She went to the GP. The GP said, oh, we should probably go get this tested. Um, So that's what she did. So they sent her for a million different tests. And as they sent her for more and more and more and more and more tests uh, in the early part of this year, I thought, "Uh uh-oh, 
Um, I don't, I'm not sure this is going to be great, but I didn't expect it to be what it was. Um, that's for sure. So, uh, cut a long story short, we found out that, uh, Louise has breast cancer, which has spread uh, essentially throughout her entire body. So it's in all of her lymph nodes, uh, almost all of her bones, uh, but predominantly in her chest, her, uh, hips and, uh, there's a few other places, but most of the joints are, are affected. So uh, we found that out. Uh, the doctors gave her two years to live at the beginning of this year. Uh, I can, I'm very happy to report, well, hold on, before I'm, I happily report on one thing, I will let you know an update. Uh, she actually fell and broke her arm. Uh, I did say this in the podcast, it snapped, <laughs> which is sorry for anyone that was eating when I said that. Um, and she spent a really long time uh, in hospital uh, uh, for that. Uh, I think she was in hospital for maybe two months. It was a long, long, long time. I've lost track of time, but uh, she was there for a while. Um, but other than that, I'm happy to announce that she's doing well. Uh, the cancer is, uh, is doing okay. Uh, she's got great... Uh, team, a great palliative care team who are managing symptoms. She's not in palliative care, so she's not in a ward. She's at home um, and she's living her life essentially kind of normally at the minute. So she's uh, heavily medicated, uh, but she's still able to do things and she's still able to uh, uh, walk across to the shops and she's still able to do all the things that she usually does. Uh, she also now has a, a therapy bird. I didn't know they were a thing um, until she told me. So uh, so she has a therapy bird, uh, which is very exciting for her. I'm very happy for her, uh, uh, but she's doing well. So her next oncology appointment is in a month uh, and we'll hear more then. Um, but uh, very happy that her symptoms are at bay and she's uh, able to kind of carry on, um, which is, is all I can ask for really. Uh, and then... The other thing to happen this year, uh, which is the thing that I could probably have done without, is losing mum. So uh, when uh, Louise fell and broke her arm, uh, the night before uh, mum had fallen, so she'd fallen in her in her bathroom at the aged care facility that she lived or lived at, uh, and. So I got the call for mum and then got the call for Louise um, and uh, it was around the same time and mum had fallen and, and uh, that sort of set off a series of events for mum that uh, ended up being the end for her. So that was a really tough time and it's funny, I keep, uh, I, I don't want to forget any of the moments that have happened around that uh, as really painful as it is to think about. I just don't want to lose anything from it. So I've been really trying to think and remember and I've, I, which is why part of the reason why I've been so open in these episodes is so that I can listen back. And I have listened back to my episode um, where I talk about what happened with mum because uh, I recorded that quite soon after. And uh, it's, it's uh, great to have sort of a, a online journal, as you will, <laughs> that you all get to hear. Um, so that, that was, a, that was a really tough time. And to be really frank, it took me a long time 
to feel back to normal again. Uh, it, that that has really only happened in the last couple of weeks. Um, uh, it, 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 it knocked me harder than what I thought it would. I knew that I'd be devastated. I knew I'd be sad. I didn't realise how exhausted it would make me. Um, I didn't realise how uh, flat I would be. Uh, and that's kind of what it was. So um, uh, it's been full on. So she passed away uh, April 3rd. So what are we now? We are five months down the track-ish. And um, yeah, it still f- kind of feels like yesterday. Um, so so that has been quite challenging, um, really challenging. Um, but as I said in our in the episode, I'm I'm really just so grateful that I got to spend the time that I I got to spend with her. So uh, a month before she passed, I got to get up and see her before her fall, um, and uh, I got to see her. And I noticed that her dementia had uh, gotten slightly worse. Um, she was a little cranky, um, but I got to spend some time with her and have a good laugh and do all of that stuff. And then. Um, I managed to make it up before she passed away. If you haven't heard that episode, uh, I got to spend uh, a couple of hours with her, which was incredible. Um, we talked, we laughed. I tried to hide the fact that I was crying. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't very successful at that. Uh, I can promise you. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, none of you have seen me cry. Actually, there's probably a handful of people on here who are listening that have seen me cry. I'm really an ugly crier. Um, my whole body shakes. Like I'm, I'm dramatic when I cry. <laughs> so that's, I, I tried very hard to hide it from mum, uh, but uh, it, it didn't work so well. Cause I'm that person where I try and hide it. And then all of a sudden I go, <laughs> so I, I couldn't do that. So <laughs> she, she heard. Uh, and even right through to the end, uh, my mum was incredibly nosy. Uh, and paranoid uh, around certain things and that had everything to do with um, her mental health state but uh, my auntie was on the phone uh, to someone when I was in the room with with mum and (laughs) she mum completely stopped talking to me and all she wanted to to understand is what what her sister was doing on the phone and what was she talking about and who was she talking to Uh, so that was a good laugh and I shared this and I do want to share this again in this episode. So apologies for hearing it again. But uh, mum had said the day that she passed. Oof. I also thought I was going to go because my auntie had said to her, Marg, I thought I was going to lose you. Mum said, oh, me too, me too. And then she said, but I only got halfway through saying my sins. Um, so I can't go yet. And when I heard that, I laughed so hard and we had a good chuckle about that when I got into the room and, and got up there. So um, that was lovely. And then I was with her when she passed and that was incredible. So that's been, uh, uh, and when I say incredible, I mean, it was incredible that I got to get there and that I was with her and that she knew I was with her. Um, uh, and I guess it was incredible for me as well. But it, uh, yeah, that was that was quite hard. Um, but, uh, we, we got to sort of say everything. I got to tell mum that she had nothing left, uh, to ask forgiveness for. There was nothing there that she needed to worry about. And that had really come about, 
from the earlier on in the year where my psych and I talk about forgiveness and anger and uh, that forgiveness is not about the other person. Uh, forgiveness is about me and how I react and how I feel in a situation. And so uh, I was able to do that with both mum and Louise, which is a very big thing. Um, really big thing. And if you haven't listened to those first few episodes of this season, please make sure you go back and listen because uh, it was very much sort of life-changing. And I'd, I'd forgiven mum for the majority of things well before she'd passed, well, 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 well before, sort of when she was first six, sort of eight years ago. Um, but Louise was quite recent. So end of last year, beginning of this year kind of thing. It was um, very much very, very much uh, something that was new. Um, but with Mum and Louise, this year has been uh, full on. Uh, COVID unfortunately stopped us from being able to, to spread Mum's ashes um, yet, which is uh, I'm okay with because uh, I know that she's safe. She's at my auntie's and... and uh, we will get a chance to do it uh, early next year. Um, but that was hard. That was hard, uh, absolutely, and not being able to do that. This year, though, I've learnt, or, or really it's reiterated to me, how important uh, taking time out for yourself and self-care and... Uh, uh, really stopping and recharging is. So this year I took my foot off the accelerator for obvious reasons and it's exactly what I needed. I paired back everything. So if it wasn't something that I had to do to keep money rolling in, e.g. going to work, <laughs> even that I, I ended up taking some leave days, um, but I paired everything back and it is exactly what I needed. I needed to be able to sit on my own or sit with Ricky and process and understand everything that's happened and understand my feelings and uh, feel sad and uh, feel happy and, you know, go through all of that stuff. And one of the things that for this season of the, the podcast I wanted to, to sort of reiterate is that there's two two things. So there's our, our main uh, sort of message, which I'm going to end on for this episode. But then there's this one, which is you need to give yourself mental health holidays. Now, that doesn't mean jumping on a plane because where are we all going? Um, it's COVID. We can't go anywhere. But it means being able to stop and give yourself a break. So mentally check out. And that can be a range of things that you do. It can be going for a walk. It can be listening to music on your own. It can be singing and dancing. It can be watching your favorite TV show. It can be any of those things. And I do all of them, by the way. Um, <laughs> the singing and dancing is a bit wobbly. Oh, the dancing I'm good at. Uh, singing, not so much. But I give it a red hot go. Um, but doing those things are so important because it allows your brain to shut off. And you're not overthinking, you're not thinking about anything, you're just focusing on what's happening. And adding that to your routine 
is key. So for me, I get up and walk every morning. Um, that is the first break I give myself, which is before I've even had breakfast, before I've showered, I literally get up out of bed, put on my trackies and out I go. And it gets my day started right. And it's not about losing weight. It's not about being healthy. It's not about any of that. For me, it is about clearing my head to start the day. That's it. That's all it is. So I urge you to please make sure you are factoring that stuff into your routine. Make sure you're giving yourself a chance. Because even if you haven't had a year like mine where uh, you've had some wobbly events, um, you still have stuff that you're going through in life that you need to process, right? So you should still be doing stuff like that. It's really important. So I really wanted to say that. Also, the final thing that I want to talk about, which is really like a full circle thing, because this is the first thing I spoke about last year. You are in charge of your life. Just you, no one else. There is no one else that is in charge of your life. It is you. You get to create your own path. You don't have to follow what life has dictated for you. You can break that cycle and do whatever it is that you want. If you've had a childhood like mine or a life like mine, that doesn't mean that you then need to be an addict or uh, uh, live a certain lifestyle because that is all that you've known. You can look for inspiration outside of your home, outside of your friend group, outside of your family, whatever it is, and then decide what it is you want for yourself in life. A reminder, when I was a teenager, I went, I'm not drinking, I'm not going to do drugs, I'm not going to smoke. I want to look after myself. I want to be the opposite of my parents. And that's not to, again, not to say that I, I hated my parents because I'm sure it's clear by now I don't. But I didn't want their life for me. I knew that I could do better. And so that's exactly what happened. I, I focused on it and I made sure that every time a fork in the road came up or, or, or a decision, I actively chose the one that would get me to where I wanted to go. And that meant throughout high school saying no to drinking. It meant in high school saying no to drugs and smoking. It meant that I had to resist huge amounts of peer pressure. And I've still done that. I've never drank. I've done, okay, again, I've lied. I've done like two sips. And it's, I just, I can't do it. Wasn't for me. That is not what I want. I knew that if I was to do that, I would end up in a very similar place as my parents. And that is not what I wanted. So even if your life is completely different to mine, which it is, because everyone has their own, their own life, there will be aspects of your, or there could be aspects, sorry, of your life that you aren't happy with. You have control over that. Think about what it is that you would be happy with and start actively choosing the path to get you there. It's not easy. I don't ever want to come across that this was an easy sort of me skipping down the lane. It was not. 
it's hard work to actively choose a certain path. But you can do it. I've done it. And there is nothing that I would change. I've managed to create a life for myself that I'm incredibly, incredibly proud of. And one that I don't think anybody that knew me as a kid thought that I would ever have. It was not a possibility in their head. So before we wrap up, I want to thank you again for listening. I want to thank you for always tuning in. I appreciate everyone. I I love hearing from you. I love hearing your stories. I've heard some incredible stories. I've heard some stories that are incredibly similar to mine. Which even though I know that there are people out there that are like me, that have had the same childhood, which is the whole reason why I'm doing this is so that they know that there are others out there. When you hear that back, you go, oh my God, you're right. There is that, there are people out there that are like me. I've loved hearing that. And I can't believe that I've been able to do two seasons of this podcast and have people still want to listen in. I still hear from you and I'm, I'm just incredibly appreciative. So thank you so much. I hope that the rest of the year is incredible for you. I hope that you look after yourselves. I hope you are safe and healthy and keep an eye out for next year. I would love to do another season and update you all on what has been happening in sort of the six months in between or the 12 months in between. So enjoy the rest of 2021. Thank you again. I will talk to you soon. Have a fantastic rest of the year. See you later.